welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, as you know, lately I've been talking about the alert. The alert. Something is coming. Something is coming. And we need to be prepared. We need to have our house in order. Yesterday was Thanksgiving, right? So Thanksgiving is a very, very important time for all of us. And it's a family time. And it just so happened that my son, who is now 22 years old, I believe he is, and my daughter, who's 19 years old, and my mother, not telling her age, and myself not telling my age, along with one of Joshua's friends, about the same age as him, 22. Well, we were all together, and I decided, let's have a, like a little mini Thanksgiving dinner. I didn't have turkey, but I did have the beautiful roasted chicken that they have at Sam's, and it looks just like a little miniature turkey. And we had my mother's famous collard greens, cornbread with crackling, we had my mother's famous stewed potatoes, which is sliced potatoes with onions. And, oh, it's just heavenly. They're, they're, they're kind of like grilled, kind of like grilled, not fried, but they're oh, with olive oil. Ooh. And then we had, what else did we have? We had um, sweet potato pie for dessert. And... I'm trying to think. Oh, macaroni and cheese. Oh, it was so good. We didn't have our my famous field peas, which I love. They're not black eyed peas. They're not proper whole peas. They're called field peas. And they're real tiny, teeny weeny, and they're very, very sweet. And I love them. But we didn't have those. But we settled around the table and we enjoyed ourselves. But I let the little ones know. Then at the end, they were to clean up the kitchen and put the food up. Of course, there was some grumbling and some griping. Children always grumble and gripe when they got to do some work. But in the end, it got done. Let's just say that much. But during that whole time, I have been really practicing not walking in the flesh. Not walking in the flesh. Well, Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, what does that mean to not walk in the flesh? That means I'm not letting my emotions or my will or none of that run me, right? None of that. Not my emotions. Not my will, right? Those, those things aren't going to run, Dr. Davis. I'm going to walk in the spirit, meaning what does God's word say? How would Jesus handle this? What would, how would the Father handle this? How would the Lord God Holy Spirit handle this? That's what I want to do. And so it was kind of, you know, precarious for a minute there. But when I laid down um, to go to bed, it was as if I was having a mild heart attack. And I was like, what is this, Lord? It was pain in my left arm. And I was like, okay, God. So I started praying. 
And I plead the blood of Jesus on my heart and my arteries. I commanded my arteries to be purged and cleansed from cholesterol and plaque, to be purged and cleansed with the blood of Jesus. Above all, God wants me to prosper and be in good health. I plead the blood of Jesus. Of course, I took aspirin. Hmm. Let's not forget the natural. I took aspirin and I took, I had some potassium that um, my internist had given me to take. And... um. I just relaxed and I prayed and I talked to God. And what came out of that experience was this, no more compromise. What? That's right. Dr. Davis told God, no more compromise with the help of the Holy Spirit. And the first thing to me when I say no more compromise is food, right? I stopped drinking sodas, right? And then... Every now and then I have a, what, Arnold Palmer? That's sugar. Why am I not drinking sodas? I'm drinking, not drinking sodas because of the sugar. What's an Arnold Palmer? Sweet tea and lemonade. Sugar. No more compromise. No more compromise. I hadn't had my little favorite little chocolate donuts by Itaman, the little miniature ones. And um, it had been over a year. And I got some because why? It was Thanksgiving. And I ate four of them. But last night I gave them all to my son. I said, no more compromise. No more compromise. I want to be used by God. He loves me. God loves me so much. He has a plan for me. But he needs me to walk in health. He wants me to be healthy. And he has prescribed certain diets, right, regimes to, to walk in. And I need to do that. Yes, he intervened and saved me last night. But why not just eat right, exercise? Why not manage my finances? Now, I do tithe and I do have a budget. And I pretty much stay in my budget. But I went a little over my budget for Thanksgiving. Right? Why? Because I felt in my spirit that I didn't know what was going to happen next Thanksgiving. Would I have my son with me next Thanksgiving? Would I have my daughter with me next Thanksgiving? Would I have my mother with me Thanksgiving? Would I be here next Thanksgiving? I have a dear friend. He is not here. He is not here. He is gone. And it was around the holidays that we all came together as friends and we fellowshiped and we cooked and we laughed and we had fun. And this Thanksgiving, I wasn't feeling my best. And it wasn't exactly the way I wanted Thanksgiving to go. But I'm glad that God permitted me to have my Thanksgiving with my family and my friends. Guys, you need to examine your life and root out compromise. For me, it's the area of food and some other areas I need to deal with as well. But primarily, it is the area of food. This is the area where the atoms failed day one. This is the area where Jesus overcame day one. We must examine our 
bodies, examine how we take care of our bodies, our sleep habits, our eating habits, our exercise habits, our stress levels. We need to look at our soul, look at our minds. Are we filling our mind with the Word of God? The Word of God is life itself. Are we filling our minds with knowledge? Are we lining our wills up with the will of the Father, the will of Lord God Christ Jesus, the will of Lord God Holy Spirit? Are we? Are we filling our emotions with the love of the Father? He loves us so much. He loves us so very much that He gave His only begotten Son so that we may live eternity with Him. When we were His enemy, when we were what? Sinners. Are we bathing our emotions with the blood of Jesus? Are we rooting out hatred and envy and strife and jealousy? Are we rooting out everything that is not of God? Rooting it out? No. We're rooting it out. We need to make sure that we are lining our souls up, which is the linchpin, with the Word of God, our minds, our will, and our emotions, pleading the blood of Jesus over our souls. Are we taking care of our spirits, keeping it full of the Holy Spirit? Are we staying refreshed and restored and renewed and making, keeping up with Jesus and the Father and the Lord God, Holy Spirit, and making sure that they're our first love? Hmm. You know how you are when you first love somebody. You do all sorts of things, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, when you've been married for a long time, you stop. That's not what you should do. You should always continue to do the things you did when you first met your spouse. There's something about that fresh first love. Everything is just, you radiate when you're around that individual. You're happy. You're joyous. Jesus is our first love. And we need to keep him first. No more compromise. What about our time? That's an area that I'm really, I'm on time for my job, you know, and I'm pretty much on time for church. But there, I have a thing about people. And if people come into my spirit and they need more of my time, then I'll generally give it to them, which means 
something else has been cut, what? Short. Or someone needs my help, then something gets cut, what? Short. Why? Because it was not in the plan. And I did not provide for that in the time, right? So I've got to talk to the Holy Spirit and get that in alignment because God wants us to be on time. And he wants us to take care of one another. He does want us to help one another. But I need to allocate extra time for those incidences so that I'm on what? Time. So time is an area that I really want to get busy on and do better in. And of course, managing of budget. Once again, that's an area I'm doing pretty good, but I have family and friends who have not managed their monies well. And when they're in crisis, they call me. And God has already dealt with me about that some years ago. When I was a geophysicist for mobile oil, I was like the ATM for my family. I just, just, you need the money? (laughs) There it is. And God kept talking to me about that because I was getting in the way. And this is what he's told me. He says, he says, Edith, Gail, he says, I give them money just like I give you money. And he says, but with your money, Edith, you pay your bills. You don't go out and buy red bottom shoes or expensive dresses. You don't do all of that. You save your money. You economize. You set it aside for emergencies. And what happens, Edith? What happens, Gail? Your family calls. And they don't call you and say, Edith, I don't have money because I went to the boat or I bought the red bottom shoes or I don't have money because I gambled it away or whatever. I don't have money because I don't have money to give the baby milk. I don't have money because I'm about to get kicked out of my house. I'm going to get evicted. I don't have money for food in the house. That's what they bring to you. But they don't tell you what they did with the money that you, that they had. And of course, what happens is, is that I'll acquiesce and I'll give sometimes to my own hurt. And then my, my, my budgetary situations out of order, I've got to get control of that. And the way to do that is to walk in the spirit, Right. Um, I just told my son, I said, can't bail you out anymore without authorization of the Holy Spirit. And because he makes decisions. You, as a, as a parent, you've been there, done that. You know what's coming down the road. You try to advise your your adult children, don't do this, do that. But they still want to have it, what, their way. And then when the consequences come, They come to you, right? And of course, you don't want that car to be repossessed, right? You don't want them to be uninsured, 
right? You want them to have the things they need for their new job. So what do you do? You take money that you have been a good steward over and you help your children. And it's okay to help your children with the authorization of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because when I went through that season some years ago, God kept talking to me and talking to me, and I kept getting in the way and getting in the way. And what get what happened next? God cut me off because I couldn't control it. And I was getting in his way. And once I got that lesson learned, I don't need my money cut off anymore. So, yes. <sighs> Yes. We need to be looking at our lives and wherever there is compromise with the word of God, it needs to be cut. It needs to be eradicated. We need to walk in alignment with God's word. We have to stop the compromising, even the little bitty compromising. Little compromise you think that doesn't really matter. It does matter. It does matter. It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. You'll be amazed how that little thing opens up the doorway for Satan to come in and ramshack and destroy your entire life. How about this one? God has told you over and over again to pay attention to your spouse, to love them like Christ loved the church. But you think that your spouse is like your mom and your dad. They'll always be there, right? There will, if you don't, enemy will come in. If you don't get the guidance of the Holy Spirit and you'll be sitting Thanksgiving all alone wondering what happened. I always have this vision of a little old gray-headed man and a little old gray-headed lady. That's me, the little gray-headed lady. And in the center will be all our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. Yes, I've got a friend that's got great-grandchildren. I've got a couple of friends with great-grandchildren, and they are gorgeous. (laughs) They're some beautiful great-grandmothers. That's for sure. So it is what? Possible. It is what? Possible. We need to look at our lives and we need to eradicate compromise. And it will be our saving grace. One of the reasons why, of course, you know, I shouldn't even be here today talking on this broadcast, right? I should be gone. But God let me live another day. He saved me because Satan was coming in for the kill. Satan was coming to steal, kill, and destroy my life. Right? But God said no. Why? Because he's trying to take me to the next level. He's trying to use me for a greater good. And I must have my house, what? In order. I must not have what? 
compromise, right? A lot of people, I remember when God first spoke to me about sugar. It was in the, I guess it was late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. God, it was the first time God audibly spoke to me like, like he spoke to Moses in the burning bush. Audibly spoke to me. And guess what he said? Stop eating sweets. Of course I took all my ding-dongs and Twinkies and uh, ho-hos and everything I think of, and I threw it into the dumpster. And for three months, I didn't even touch a sweet because guess what? God himself spoke to me. Then time, that's what gets us, T-I-M-E. Time went by. And during that time, I said, God, is this forever? (laughs) I never ate sugar on the level that I did before that. But there was always this birthday party or always an anniversary or there was always some celebration where there was what? Cake. And so lately, there's been a lot of things at the church where they've had what? Cake, and guess what? I have not eaten any. I want to not compromise. I want to have the best life, the good life, the life that God, Christ Jesus, ordained for us from the beginning of time. Well, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And if you didn't have a wonderful Thanksgiving, I'm going to go ahead and pronounce a blessing over you right now. Lord, Daddy, God, you hey, bye, hey, for all those who did not have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Lord, I ask that your love, that they feel the presence of your love wash over them and that they will know that you have never left them, that you have never forsaken them, and that you have a plan for them, a good plan, a plan that will make them prosperous, a plan that will show the world that they are somebody, that you have a particular mission, a particular assignment for them. Lord, let them feel the warmth of your love today. Let them feel the warmth of your love throughout the holidays. This is sometimes a very, very lonely time for people where they have no one and they have nothing, but they got you, Lord Jesus. They have you, Daddy God, you Avahe. They have you, Lord God, Holy Spirit, and they have their holy angels. They don't even know it. Lord, open their eyes so that they may see you. Open their eyes so that they may see you. Open their ears so they may hear you. Open their hearts so they may feel you. As I reflect on last night and the fact that I'm here today, 
I just want to not compromise. Compromise, I do not want to compromise with the word of God and with the help of the Lord God, Holy Spirit. With the help of the Lord God, Holy Spirit, I will not. I just think that this is a time of serious reflection. I think that we need to get, once again, our houses in order, our physical house, our emotional house, our mental house, intellectual house, get our will in alignment with the will of the Father, will of the Son, Christ Jesus, and the will of the Lord God, Holy Spirit. Yes, we need to get our spirit in alignment, filled, keep it filled, filled, filled with the Lord God, Holy Spirit. And be about our Father's business. We need to take care of our budgets, take care of our time, take care of our finances, health. Yes, this is a very critical time. And we, if we want to go to the next level, if we want to be on the rock when the tsunami comes, and it is coming, let us, let us keep our house in order. Let us not walk in the flesh. Let us walk in the what? Spirit. Yes. Let us walk in what? The Spirit. Spiritual believers, examine your lives. Root out all compromise with the help of the Holy Spirit and walk in the blessed life. Walk in the abundant life. Walk in the good life that God has ordained for you for the beginning of time. I would like to close this broadcast with Romans 10, 9. That is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you for joining me on 94.1 FM Wave 94, Dr. Edith Davis, and enter the glory zone. Thank you. To be